Welcome back to Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. If you missed anything on this weekend show, we do invite you to subscribe to the Success in the New Retirement podcast. This weekend show in a full archive is available across all podcast platforms. Just put a search on it. Again, Success in the New Retirement. All right, nothing more annoying than getting those robo spam calls. I think this weekend alone, I've gotten seven or eight of them. And collectively, but how many robocalls do you think that we across the country get per week? I don't know. I have mine a lot. I have mine blocked these days. But uh, so does I, the I block say, even work? I, I I thought I did the block thing, but I still get them. so many numbers. You well, I have a Samsung, so I don't know. Maybe it does work on a Samsung and not on the Apple. I don't know. You know? Oh, show off. You're one of the Samsung guys. <laughs> I get it. Show off. I have to like defend my decision and then I have to show them a picture that my camera took <laughs> over there. So they're like, oh, yeah, your camera is better. <laughs> so you remember when we used to actually buy phones to make phone calls? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so collectively, how many do you think? I'll give you a hint. It's in the billions per week. Wow. Ten. Two point four. Two point four billion calls. From robocalls. The FCC said that 60% of the complaint calls they get is from people saying, I'm getting too many robocalls. So obviously they're very, very annoying. But in your industry and in wealth management, a lot of people use robo advisor. There's some pros to it, there's some cons to it, especially this time of the year as we are into tax season now. What are your thoughts on robo advisors? Well, most robo advisors are set up to be kind of a rebalancing tool, right? So you pick at a certain investment strategy. And then the robo advisor would go in and rebalance it. And so if you said, I want 60% stock, 40% bonds, it's going to go in and make the adjustments. So you keep that balance where it's at as the market kind of moves up and down. So I think that can be a great way of kind of either rebalancing. But if you're expecting a robo advisor to come along and make dramatic moves in your portfolio to protect against, you know, a downturn in the market or a change or something that's going on. Uh, I think your expectations are going to fall short. So what Damon and I do when we're managing a client's portfolio is we talk to them about a tactical strategy. And what we have is we have multiple indicators that kind of give us direction and, and give us signals of when we should be risk on and risk off. Right. So, again, over the past year or so, there have been lots of signals telling people to go risk off. Meaning, let's dial the risk down. If you had a portfolio that you wanted 60% in stock and 40% in bonds, we should be lowering the risk towards the stock market because of all of this volatility. And so our portfolio will change. Right now, a client could pull up their account and they could say, oh, you only have 10% in stock and then I have some in cash or whatever it is. And they'll say, why do I have so much in cash right now? Well, the reason we have a lot of clients in money markets making you know, 3 or 4% is because bond portfolios have been hit really hard and the interest rates are still rising. So they're probably going to take another hit. And then your stock portfolios have not recovered and, and it looks like they're still going to have a struggle to find profits over the next little bit. And so for right now, we want to just try to protect wealth. And so our portfolios are more of a dynamic, strategic way of investing so that you can help avoid some of those losses that a lot of people are experiencing. So I think robo-advisors, some people might think that it's going to do something like that. And that's not what they're designed to do. They're designed to rebalance, to reposition some of those things but not necessarily be very tactical because they're not looking at all of the indicators and the things of making a decision on how to reinvest a portfolio and how to change your allocations to shelter or protect some of your assets. So I think you have to pay attention to that type of thing and realize that a tool can only do so much. And so you might be looking for an advisor that's going to help you reduce the risk. And, and that's what we try to do with our clients. And that's 
That's what we're updating them on and sending out market analysis and updates and quarterly updates to our clients, telling them, hey, these are the changes we made and this is why we did it. And Damon, there's something about that one-on-one face-to-face conversation as well that you can't get from a robo-advisor. Right. I mean, if you think about our, our psyche and and what we as human beings kind of think about that, I mean, just look at all the movies that are out there that have to do with robo cop, robo, you know, AI, uh, all these different things. And, and, and I think we have this fear that technology will kind of get out of control. And, and so I think, you know, we have kind of embraced the best of both worlds where we do sit uh, and we talk about what's going on in the economy. We look at these indicators. We also do use technology to help us do our job better. But at the end of the day, we're, we're the ones sitting down with our client where we can talk about and answer those questions, you know, that they may have regarding why we did something. Why did we make this move or, or how, how are they going to get this income or what kind of reduction in their taxes are we going to get and here's why and we can answer those questions face to face and i think all of us still want that we want to be able to sit in you know with our advisor and talk about the things that are most important to us and and in retirement that's what we're planning for we are literally working with the money that people have saved their entire lives to get to the golden years and then how are we going to help them uh, accomplish their goals and and I don't see how a, a robo advisor is going to really have that kind of good conversation. And that initial consultation with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton, no cost, no obligation to you to come in, to sit down, to have a cup of coffee, to shake hands, to look you in the eye and say, here's where you're at. Here's some adjustments we need to make. It's that Morningstar portfolio analysis. It's available this weekend when you call 480-680-6868. We have a team member standing by right now to talk to you, to get you on the schedule, to sit down with Damon and Matt. Of course, you can get all this information at success and the new retirement.com and off the air. Matt, we were talking a little bit about the All-Star Game and the dunk contest. And did you see that actually history was made at the NBA All-Star Game about a week ago? Yeah, what was the history? Worst ratings of all time. <laughs> Lowest, well, just over 4 million fans like, tuned in Like Jalen Brown game. from the Celtics said, he says, the All-Star Game is just a glorified layup line. You're not wrong. And that's after his teammate set the record for scoring like 54 points. So he was kind of knocking on Jason Tatum with this thing. So. The celebrity All-Star game got better ratings than the actual NBA All-Star game. So look for uh, the NBA to maybe kind of revamp it like they did with the Pro Bowl this year. Did you watch any of that, the Pro Bowl? I mean, I know it was you know, a month ago. But I, did I don't not. think I ever watch that again. Yeah, they're trying. I see. I mean, they are trying. But at they changed State. that totally, right? Now it's all like it's like skills competition. Yep, and flag like football. They don't even play a game anymore. Nope. Now it's like field day that we had when we were in elementary school. And the reason I bring up the NBA, this weekend, Charles Barkley celebrating his 60th birthday. He's worth $60 million, but he's one of those celebrities that admitted that he's not leaving his kids anything. He said, quote, I've earned the right to spend my wealth as I choose. I may gamble it all the way if I want to. So it's his money. So my question to you is, have you ever had to talk any of your clients out of making like questionable financial decisions with inheritance or legacy plans? Or do you at Acute Wealth Advisors, do you subscribe to the theory of, hey, it's your money. You do with it what you want. 
No, um, you do you, right? <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with someone and they said, this is what I want to do. And I've said, you know, that's silly. Why would you want to do that? Or here, there's this. But what the conversations we do have, uh, especially if you want to look at different categories, inherited money. One of the conversations we do have is, is okay, let's look at what are your different options with this money? What are the tax implications, right? Do you really want to, if, you, if we go this way, do you want to give away 35% to Uncle Sam? If we do it this way, you're probably going to only give away 15, right? That That's going to go there. Or we're looking at saying we will be doing a fee analysis and help our clients understand where they're coming from, what kind of fees are they giving away that, that they don't need to. So it's, it's more about efficiency and those conversations and how we can help them accomplish their goals in the most tax efficient way, fee efficient way, cost efficient way so that their money's always working for them. Um, because you're going to have a, a wide array of different needs and wants in retirement. Uh, some are going to be like Charles Barkley who want to spend as much as they can and, and hope that the last check bounces. And then others are, it's really important that they leave a certain amount to children and grandchildren or to a college or to an education fund or whatever it is. You know, again, our clients work their entire life to put aside these funds. It's our job to help them manage and keep them uh, working for them in the most efficient way. Yeah, I don't know if I had too many clients where I had to talk them out of a really dumb decision, but I've helped them kind of make a better decision. And I, I think our clients like calling up and saying, hey, I'm considering doing this. What are your thoughts on that? And mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I had a client that they had about $110,000 left on their mortgage, and it had been a goal for them to have their mortgage paid off and to go into retirement without a mortgage. And so they're looking at retiring in, in the next six months. And so he called up and said, hey, me and my wife have been talking. We really want to have our mortgage paid. We don't want to have that debt. And so we're thinking we're going to cash out our 401k and pay off this mortgage. What do you think about that? And it gave me a chance to kind of walk them through and say, look, if you take out $110,000 to pay off the mortgage, you're actually going to have to take out about 130000 because you're going to have to pay about $20,000 in tax. You know, how much could you pay interest on that mortgage as opposed to paying $30,000 or $20,000 in tax? And so we were able to kind of walk through that. And I said, okay, let me propose another scenario. Once you retire, we can take about $20,000 out of your IRA account every single year and give Uncle Sam a very minimal amount because of where their tax rates would be and where their tax bracket would be. I said, what if we took out $20,000 this year, the next year, the year after that? And we did that for the next three or four years. You guys could have your house paid off in three or four years, mm-hmm. and you'll make it so that you give Uncle Sam about ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 less than if you did it all at one lump sum. And they're like, awesome. Okay, so they're still going to accomplish their goal that they're going to have the house paid off. They're still going to you know, have the freedom of not having a mortgage in retirement, but we're going to do that a little bit more gradual so we can keep a little bit more of that money in their pocket as opposed to giving it to Uncle Sam. And so that was a great conversation that, again, allowed them to kind of just walk through that and then have somebody else as a sounding board so they could kind of say, okay, what are the pros and cons of what we're wanting to do? And then they came up with a better way of doing that. And so that's that's our, our plan of attack, and that's how they're going to approach it. And so I think there's opportunities to take advantage of that as you discuss those things and maybe get a different perspective. It's all about the opportunities that present themselves when you sit down with a team at Acute Wealth Advisors and start working on customizing a plan. What opportunities are out there to benefit your retirement portfolio? Well, it begins with a phone call to 480-680-6868. Schedule that initial consultation. It's a Morningstar portfolio analysis. No cost to you to have that initial consultation. Again, 480-680-6868. Always online at success in the new retirement.com. 
when we get back, it's another example of how much we love our pets more than we love our own kids. We'll get to that plus more. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. If there's something you missed on this week's show, or maybe you want to hear it again, subscribe to Success in the New Retirement Podcast. We have new shows weekly and a full archive covering upcoming tax changes, RMDs, and of course, your retirement planning. The Success in the New Retirement Podcast, now available wherever you subscribe to your favorite shows.